Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast Hash HTMAM. We're having great conversation of the Hash HTMAM kind and today I have an awesome guest that I have actually been well, I actually had an eye on for a little while and that's because he has a lot of reference to my own Hash HTMAM journey. As you all know, a few months ago I um, started this journey in sharing my millionaire journey, how to make a million. And um, I'm now in my second year, and I call this the sewing phase, in which I am applying everything that I've learned. So today's guest is Tim Sykes. Guys, remember the guy that made money in high school? I mean, can you imagine being someone like that and where you would be? Well, we have him here today. Welcome, Tim. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, Tim, we're really, really excited to have you, and we can't wait to dive in and hear your story. So, you know, thinking about building wealth from an early age, you made it work from high school. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got into penny stocks and literally, you know, what would you do differently knowing what you know now about wealth? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm kind of like an accidental millionaire. I'm like a Forrest <laughs> Gump type millionaire where, you know, my parents gave me control of my bar mitzvah money senior year of high school, roughly 12 grand. Um, I was a tennis player. I was injured, so I couldn't do anything, but I could type. Uh, and the stock market was going crazy. So my parents literally thought that I would lose everything. They're like, give the kid his money. He'll lose everything. He'll learn the value of a dollar. Instead, I fucked up all their plans by making <laughs> over $100,000 uh, senior year of high school and then uh, nearly a million dollars freshman year in college. And I'm from like a middle class small town in Connecticut. Um, so this was a lot of money. And I was just hooked. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? But it's working. And I was, you know, gravitated towards penny stocks not because I was any genius, just because I had a small account. I couldn't afford the big stocks like Yahoo and Netscape mm -hmm. at the time. And I was like, well, these stocks are cheaper and they move really fast. And this was 1999, uh, 2000. So the tech bubble was in full gear. Mm. And, you know, these stocks just kept going. And so did my account. So, you know, Tim, hearing this right now, I'm really excited because I'm just about to jump on and start trading. And I was scared. I'm thinking... I can't do like the likes of Facebook, Yahoo, and all of them lot. They're expensive. Like I really want to take it slow, you know. And for someone like me that's a novice investor, that did you have any kind of like I'm reading a lot. Did you read up on anything like education of how to do it, what platform to use, you need a broker or not? How how did it how did you get into it literally? Like the day you traded, the first time you traded, what was it like for you? Yeah. So, I mean, in the beginning, I didn't know about penny stocks. I didn't know like how to grow an account. I was just like an investor. I invested in like uh, Viacom, which is an entertainment company, Boston Celtics, because I like sports. And mm -hmm. for three months, I was trying to like be an investor and my account did shit. So I was like, well, this, this sucks. I was reading tons of books. I'm like watching mm -hmm. CNBC and my like 12,000 was like 12,100 and then like 11,900. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, what can I do? So I gravitated towards penny stocks only because they move so fast. These are lower price stocks. Um, if you've ever seen The Wolf of Wall Street, you know, there's a lot mm -hmm. of scams. Um, I didn't mm -hmm. know about scams back then. No one really did. Um, I just knew that these were speculative companies with like one or two products and they're trading at like a dollar or two and sometimes they would double or triple in a day. So I didn't know much. Like I said, I was very lucky, but I did educate myself. Like I, I was obsessed with reading every single press release, every single message board at the time. I didn't have any teacher. Um, so now my oh. job, you know, I'm kind of a teacher to other people mm -hmm. I'm trying to be the mentor to them that I never had. And I made so many mistakes. Like I would sometimes run, uh, you know, with a penny stock and, and ride it up and, you know, double my investment. Like out of the 12,000, I would put maybe like 2,000 in a penny stock. Then that 2,000 would become 6,000. 
And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then I wouldn't take profits. And then it would be like 2000 the next day. Um, I didn't know how the game works. So it took me quite a while, even though I made a lot of money, I had big losses. I had big gains. So you asked me, what would I do different? Uh, now my rule number one is cut losses quickly. So I never have any big losses anymore. I don't let any one small mistake turn into a big disaster. So Okay. Penny stocks still move a lot, but I just have really clamped down on my losses. Hmm. Thank you so much, Tim. You know what? Talking about losses, the way you do, actually relates to life. And I really like that the fact that you actually apply it to what you're doing. Guys, you just heard it here from Tim Sykes. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to our podcast. So we are talking to Tim Sykes, you know, the millionaire at high school, literally. Uh, well, I'll actually say first year in college. So Tim, just one quick question before we move on to our segment is, did you actually finish college or, you know, what is it you're doing? Did you actually I, have any formal training or education at all? <laughs> I did graduate college. I was a philosophy major. Um, I minored in business. Wow. I feel the need to pay for, you know, a financial or business education because I'm all self-taught. And philosophy mm -hmm. really rounded me out. Like, I made a lot of money too quickly. I was kind of fucked up in the head. Like, philosophy was my therapy. I love that. You know, um, before I jumped on this journey, I had um, a previous one, which I called the Buy Book Journey. And it was about self-care, you know, and really focusing your emotional intelligence on yourself before thinking about wealth or even doing it alongside it. So I, I really feel good to hear that from you. You know, so now jumping back into investing in the stock market, Yeah. A lot of people have related you to for, for to Wolf of Wall Street. Every time I listen to or watch an interview, you know, from anyone with you, I'm like, why do they keep relating him to that? That it's, that's not the focus. The focus is that he's doing something great on his own, self-taught. Why do you think people like to focus on the negative sometimes when it comes to the stock market? I mean, I'm kind of an asshole on social media, <laughs> kind of like Jordan <laughs> Belfort is in real life. So I mm. trade penny stocks. I think that the Daily Mail called me like the Wolf of Instagram because my Instagram is kind of like the Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, for me, it's not about how much money I make. Like, you know, I mm -hmm. donate all of my trading profits these days to charity. The Timothy wow. Sykes Foundation now has over $4 million donated to charities. Awesome. Um, so I'm a little different, but the way that, you know, I frankly get students and the way that I uh, inspire students to study, like I have 5,000 plus video lessons, and no one really wants to watch it unless they're motivated visually. So I show off, mm. you know, ridiculous things on social media you'll see me <laughs> posing with like a million dollars in cash and oh no yeah else, i've seen that <laughs> yeah, no one else really does that i mean that's been my most popular stuff i post my charity uh activities too but no one really likes that those are actually my least uh popular mm. things on social media so they like the obnoxious stuff so i'll play the character but you know i i teach instead of scam so even mm. though i trade mm. penny stocks there's there's a few different things going on here Mm, mm, mm. I like that you said you teach, you know, that's the key focus because a lot of people, when they ask me about this journey, I'm like, look, I'm teaching you because I have a goal. And I realized in my first year, everything seems to be working that I'm doing. And then I'll just share it and teach you guys the thing that I'm doing so that in five years time, when I'm a millionaire, you don't freak out and ask, start asking me how, how, how. I'm like, I shared the entire journey with you all through. So I love the fact that you've decided to teach. That's amazing. A lot of people never get there. And that's some, some kind of argument I usually have about the wealthy that, okay, you know, you're wealthy, you have everything you could ever need. Why are you not sharing, you know, how to do this with other people? 
And it's really amazing, Tim, that you're actually doing this. No matter how you, you portray it, you know, people have different ways of being stimulated. If you found the way that works for different people, that is great. I actually watched one of your videos, I think it was on YouTube, about you. You were, it looks like you were a professor in a, in, a, in a college or something, and you were teaching students, and you guys literally made, I think you made three grand in that, in that 20 minute um, skit that I watched. Well, not a skit, but you know, the 20 minute segment that I watched. And your students were there with you. I really love that you do that. That's the, that's the difference between studying in school and doing it for real. So your style of teaching is a mastery of skill. And I really like that you do it on, on real time. So um, how has this helped you as a person, you know, progress as a person in, you know, teaching this way, teaching it real, you know, being real, being authentic? Yeah, I mean, that's the only way I know how to be. And, and for me, like, this is a great opportunity in this day and age with the Internet and social media. And especially mm -hmm. with people on the Internet, like there's a lot of people who say, oh, I'll teach you how to be a millionaire. But they're just not real about it. Like, this mm -hmm. is why I show my mistakes. Like every time I have a loss, they're my most popular mm -hmm. video lessons and blog posts. Um, there's a lot to be said just being authentic in today's world. And, and a lot of people mm. fake it on the internet. So yeah. well, even though I'm obnoxious sometimes, like sometimes I got to flex. Like today I just made nearly $10,000 <laughs> and I wish good job tried to do that, but it's not even about the $10,000. Like I called the stock ahead of time in my watch list last night in a video lesson in DVDs mm. that I made eight years ago. It fit my pattern. So just like you, where you're tracking, you know, how to become a millionaire, People mm -hmm. can look back and those kinds of breadcrumbs are so valuable mm -hmm. later on. I, I think you just got to mm -hmm. stick with it. And, you know, if you mm -hmm. show the whole journey, there's incredible value there. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much, Tim. Guys, you're listening to, I call him like the king of penny stocks, honestly. Um, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, guys. We are here still talking to Tim Sykes, and we are discussing how he became a millionaire. So a key question that I think I want to know as well, because I'm still a bit scared about risk, Tim, is can I actually start with something as low as $100? Like, what do I need to get this going on my own, just like how you did it? Yeah, I mean, you should be scared. 90% of traders lose <laughs> money. So... It's yes. not like this is an easy thing. Um, it does get easier, though, with knowledge um, and with guidance. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I teach. But if, you're, mm -hmm. if you have $100 or if you're totally broke, I mean, I have a 1,000 free videos on my YouTube channel. Just look at Timothy Sykes on YouTube, and you'll see tons of examples. It's all about studying. It's not about how much money you start with. You know, my top student mm. started with just 1500 He's now closing in on $7 million. That's obviously not the average um, he's an mm -hmm. outlier, but he studied his butt off, and it is possible. My average student starts with like $2,000, $3,000, $4,000, and the whole thing is like, okay, if you have that amount, if you're getting into finance or investing in mutual funds, it's just not going to grow very fast no. if you invest, like mm -hmm. if you make 10 or 20% per year. It's just worthless. So a lot of people with small accounts kind of get turned off by finance. They're like, ah, oh, it's going to take so much time to actually grow into anything meaningful. And frankly, that's why I love low price stocks. Even if the whole world hates on them, you know, me and several of my top students have learned how to grow a small account exponentially. And it all starts with education. So if you're totally broke, that's fine as long as you're willing to study. Hmm. Okay. I like that. Guys, did you hear that? So education, again, you know, education, information is very important if you're trying to move forward. And Tim has just said it now. Like, look, I'm going to try it. I'm literally going to go on. And, and I'm, I'm so excited. I actually didn't know about penny stocks, Tim, until 
I watched your video because I was thinking, what if I was dead broke? How would I get on this train? And when I heard you and I'm thinking, you know what, I've never actually thought about that. So I decided to look at companies, you know, that were obviously, you know, that had lower price stocks. Then I watched your video about how to watch, you know, check out the SEC filing, you know, look at the news, see what's going on and then try and make your predictions and, and stuff like that. And I love that language because I'm an economist. That's what I, I studied economics in school. So I'm big on analyzing data and statistics and things like that. So hearing what you said, it just married into my style of functioning and the way that I thought. Now, for, for the typical no man that doesn't know anything, you did this in high school. Like, how would you encourage them to get into this? Like, you know, uh, to really, really look at what they want in their life and then try it this way. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. The internet democratizes everything. Like, you can learn mm. from wherever. Like, it doesn't matter how old or where you live, if you're a man or a woman. Um, you just have to use your brain. And for me, it's not about <laughs> using, like, any stats or any finance stuff. Like, I was, you know, an econ major or minor, too. So I know about mm. supply and demand. That's, that's huge. But... For people who just like video games, like this is a game of pattern recognition, especially for penny mm. stocks. So if you're mm. good at Tetris, you can be good at this. I mean, this is this is really what it is. The way that I made nearly 10 grand today is on a pattern that I know very well. The pattern that I teach, I have 600 specific video lessons on today's pattern. So if you can recognize patterns, there's a win there. If you know about supply and demand and economics, that's a benefit. But at the same time, if you know too much about finance and you're all about, well, this company should be valued at this I mean, that, that's actually a detriment because penny stocks are not, you know, very rational. Like they, they move based on uh, a lot of hype, a lot of manipulation, a lot of human mm -hmm. psychology. Like most people do ignore penny stocks. If you ask most people in finance, they'll be like, they'll just laugh. You know, like 99% of the world thinks all penny stocks are a scam. And that's just not true. Most of them are, but there are a few that can go higher that are legitimate companies. And more importantly, even if the company is a scam, you can actually make money betting against the stock. You can make money as the scam collapses. So it's not really a question of if, it's a question of when. And then it comes down to pattern recognition. When does a scam usually collapse? Like after it's gone up for a few days, few weeks, few months. Um, if you have seen, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street or Boiler Room, like mm -hmm. it usually ends pretty badly when the scam mm -hmm. collapses. And mm -hmm. it's called short selling, but you can short sell penny stocks. And a lot of people don't realize that you can. Welcome back, guys. We are still here with Tim and he's dropping some golden nuggets for us about financial markets and getting into it, whether you're broke or whether you've got like a grand five or two grand. So I want to talk to you about crypto. I don't know if you are into it at all, Tim, but what are your thoughts about cryptocurrency? Would you ever trade with it? Do you even trade with it at all? Yeah, I mean, I'm a stock guy, so I trade crypto-related mm -hmm. stocks, uh, companies in the crypto space. That's mm -hmm. been a big winner for me um, okay. the past few months. I don't like crypto trading itself just because it's so unregulated and there's so many scams and I'm mm. kind of like a safety first kind of guy even though I do trade penny stocks like I trade them in a very cowardly way so trading crypto I mean sometimes <laughs> like you wake up overnight and the thing is down 20% if you look at some of these uh, cryptocurrencies mm. Um, mm. you just can't predict yes. what's going to happen so I don't like that but the crypto penny stocks that I trade they fit the regular patterns you know I've seen so many booms and busts over the years whether it's Ebola or marijuana mm. stocks, or police mm -hmm. equipment stocks, um, mm -hmm. or nanotech, or biotech, or gold. 
crypto is just the latest craze. So I'll trade the pattern, but hmm. I stick with stock. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing that. Because I was, I was going to ask you that, you know, I, I have this little passion for crypto that's growing. You know, um, a mate of mine who's a financial markets in the UK, he, he kind of gives me some advice and he sent me, he's a forex trader, and he sent me um, this uh, app to look at. And I, I didn't believe there were so many, ver you know, cryptocurrencies on the market. I mean, and, and this was a, web, uh, a site that was just looking at the top 100 and there are way more than that. You know, I'm African by origin. So, you know, I was looking at the, the ones that are actually based in Africa. And I was thinking, this is good because, you know, as you know, most of the African countries, our currencies are really poor. So I was really interested in seeing if it was like your system is something I could actually apply to the cryptocurrency market. And just hearing that makes me feel really, really good. Um, so Tim, you've been interviewed by Larry King. What was that like? Larry King is, you know, a legend. And I, it was such an honor. Uh, mm. You know, him and Steve Harvey both interviewed me in the same few months. And I was like, what is mm. going on right now? Um, but it was awesome. Like it was, you know, I, I just talked openly about my story, about the wins and the losses mm -hmm. in the whole journey. I think too many rich people uh, are afraid of looking like a douchebag. I, I just look like a douchebag naturally. So, um, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just talk about it because I'm not scared about talking about money. I know it's a taboo subject. Um, so Larry mm -hmm. and I, you know, went back and forth, and it was just really a tremendous honor. And it was really surreal. You have to remember, like, I didn't choose any of this. It just kind of happened to me. And I've been like learning and going mm. along with it. So if Larry King interviews me, that's cool. If I meet, you know, I met uh, President Trump um, or not President Trump, President mm. Obama a few years ago. And I'm like, what mm. is going on? Like I, anything that happens to me, I'm just not surprised at this point, And I'm grateful for every opportunity. Mm. Oh, God, I, I love you. See, one thing I like about you is your attitude. You know, it's very positive, you know, and you how I put it, you really trump your haters in the sense that, I mean, you actually converted one of them. I mean, there was, there's, there's a dude that was on Steve Harvey's uh, show with you that apparently, you know, thought that you were, you know, like uh, all gimmicks and stuff. And then he actually got on your train and then, you know, he basically made money. And it's nice to see that you're, you're unapologetic, unafraid of where you are and your journey. What keeps you this way, Tim? How have you maintained this kind of positivity yeah i mean first of all it's good to be real in an industry full of scams like most people in penny stocks most people who teach online they're just fucking scams so it's it, they make it really mm. easy for me i just have to be real about everything i'm not going to claim that i know everything mm. that i know like how to make a million dollars overnight like it takes time but i have done this myself mm. now i have five millionaire students like you said you know my first millionaire mm. student actually was my first hater online we went back and forth in the mm. comments of his blog and I just have to be real about everything. It's, it's actually a great opportunity. A lot of people are like, oh, why are there so many scams? And I'm just, I'm thankful for every last scammer because they make me look better than I am. So I don't have to work as hard as, as I think uh, I probably should have to do to get students and to create millionaires. I just have to be honest about, you know, who I am and where I come from and what I've done. And, you know, I've been very fortunate. Like I said, in the beginning, I knew nothing. I was in the right place at the right time. But you know, this has been 20 years now into this journey. So every single day I'm studying, I'm watching the markets, I'm reading books, I'm reading blogs. It's all about education mm. and you can never get too cocky. Mm. The minute you get cocky and you think, oh, I deserve all this, like that's when you will lose.
Welcome back, guys. We are here with Tim Sykes, and I'm having so much fun. I'm learning so much, which I've already learned before. I mean, I'm actually on, I think it's day five of um, one of his um, lessons that keep that come into my mailbox. And it's quite exciting, actually, watching that reading segment, you know, sections of his book as well. Tim, with everything you've done over the last 10 years, it's been amazing. What is next for you? I know you have the foundation. But what is like, do you have any goals that you set for yourself? You know, are you going to, are you going to aim for a billion? What, what's next for Tim? <laughs> I actually just gave a TEDx talk where I said I'm never going to be a billionaire. Um, I'm very comfortable having Aww. just a few million dollars in my account and everything extra I just donate. Um, I don't need that much. Like mm. I've already been to over a hundred countries. I've lived in penthouses and mansions all over the world. I have the Ferrari, McLaren, Lamborghini, mm. like the toys and the superficial and the materialistic kind of life gets old after a while. So now my goals are mm. you know, to get more students. Obviously, I love teaching. Um, so that's my focus. Mm. I have over 5,000 video lessons. Like I said, I'll keep making video lessons. Uh, like today, when I made nearly 10 mm. grand, that's cool. But I'm more excited by the fact that it was predicted by my patterns in my videos. So mm. I'll make a video about that, just reinforcing it. And then with my charity, you know, we have 41 schools built so far. But my goal is to build 1,000 schools all over the world. So I mm. have uh, a, a little bit of a different kind of outlook on life now 20 years into this journey and you know you have to evolve like you can only help yourself for so long before it gets a little old and i meet a lot of millionaires mm. I, I know some billionaires where it's just not about the money and non-millionaires non-billionaires are like oh of course you think that because you have it but you have to remember i grew up with hardly anything so i've been poor i've been mm. rich i i kind of see both sides and being rich is fantastic but mm. it's not just about the money it's the freedom to do what you love and mm -hmm. if you don't love anything, mm -hmm. then you're really not happy. Like, I know some billionaires who are very unhappy, and that blows people's minds. They're like, mm -hmm. what? They have a billion dollars. How can they be unhappy? But they just live kind of like meaningless lives. So for me, it's about teaching. It's about giving back. And that's what fulfills me. I'm very fortunate. Hmm. I love what you said about that you have enough because I had, like, one of my um, guests we had this debate on millionaires versus billionaires. I mean, he had a great answer because he was focused on billionaires and I was focused on, on millionaires. And then, and I was like, okay, when, when, when is enough enough? But the way you've just explained it, Tim, really breaks it down about, you know, your purpose. You know, I love what your foundation is doing. I love that you have actually have a great goal and congratulations on the fact that you've actually set up schools around the world. A lot of people don't realize that helping is just not about just giving money. It's about actually getting something done, taking action. And um, on that note, I just want to thank you once again and we'll be right back guys. So welcome back, everyone. Um, we've just been hearing from Tim Sykes and, you know, it's been amazing listening to him firsthand. I'm hoping that you're getting as much as I am getting from you. He is offering himself up as your mentor. Literally, he is accessible, guys. I mean, he has tons of videos on YouTube. I'm going to have the description, um, the link to his YouTube um, page on the description box. So you can literally go and start educating yourself. He has programs where you can jump on and work directly with him. And, and I'm really hoping that you guys can take great advantage of it because I already have I've already signed up to one of his um, uh, email and learn programs. And I'm learning a lot from that. So Tim, finally, before we leave, what are your top three life tips? Like, what would you tell someone today to take action just three sure. things 
that you've learned yeah, so far? Uh, number one is to have patience in whatever journey that you're on. Um, a lot of people expect immediate mm. success, immediate rewards. We kind of live in like this instant gratification society. And that's just not the rewards that are like the most meaningful or the most memorable. Like you, you need to have like years, if not decades, uh, in some you know, pursuit in your journey before you can say, oh, wow, like now I really respect the process. I respect where I am. Uh, number two, you know, focus mm -hmm. on what you love. Like it's amazing what you can accomplish when, you know, hours worked don't matter. Like I, I enjoy every second of learning. I enjoy every second of teaching. I now enjoy uh, traveling because I've been, you know, very fortunate in my business. But it all starts with what I love. A lot of people told me, stop doing penny stocks, stop doing trading, like move on to something else. But I love it. You know, I love the inefficiencies. I love mm. that it can help people with small accounts. Um, and that really has helped me over the years. I, I know a lot of people where they made more money than me in the beginning, but they haven't really excelled. Um, and they're really not happy now because they've wasted years, you know, working on somebody else's dream, not their own. And number three, I would say don't fear failure. Um, you know, like I said, like success takes a while. It's a journey, but a lot of people like give up after they have one mistake or one failure and they don't look at it the right way. Like obviously failures suck, losses suck, uh, mistakes suck in the moment. And, you know, they sting for a few days, weeks, months, maybe even years. But looking back, you know, I've had some big losses. I, I lost over $500,000 on one stock when I did not understand risk management. I didn't uh, trade things safely and I hated myself. But now looking back, that is the single best teacher that I've ever had. So you can't fear failure. If it does happen to you, learn from it, learn what not to do again in the future and recognize that every great success stems from a great failure. So you can't have great success without failure. If you just have success after success after success, A, you haven't learned everything, you're due for a failure. And B, you're just not gonna you know, be grateful for it. Like the sweet isn't as sweet without the sour. So don't fear mistakes, don't fear losing. It's a part of the process. Thank you so much, Tim, for coming on board on my podcast. I have learned a lot from you in the space of 30 minutes. And what I love the most about talking to you, Tim, is that you are exactly consistent in every platform. Either you're on telly, either I'm watching you on YouTube or right now speaking to you. I'm just getting you as I did get you, you know, on all the other ways I had seen you or listened to you. I am so happy that you've taken this time to share with me your own journey and to my listeners as well. Listeners, if you have any questions, just let Tim know. Literally, he has a website, timsysykes.com, and just talk to him. He's open, he's available, he's accessible, which is really hard in this world today. Um, I'm going to leave as much information as I can in the description box and I'll get from Tim directly so that you guys can just jump on and understand his process. Thank you once again, Tim, for coming to my podcast. Um, I'm really happy to have you and I hope you have a wonderful week and you continue to gain more and more success. No, thank you. It was my pleasure. You know, thanks for the opportunity. Anytime. Thank you.